Yo, the episode's great, but uh, since, like, for podcasts, I don't know why on my car stereo I have to raise the volume pretty high up. So all, like, the spooky sounds, like, <laughs> Danny has edited in are fucking jump scares to me. So I'm on the expressway right now, and my speaker's right on, and I'm just like, a la verga, bro. <laughs> like, I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is going to be the third episode of the halloween specials um i got these done this past week uh if uh i have not hit you up but we spoke about meeting uh i'm gonna try to get with you this week uh, i've been going through one of the busiest most hectic months for many reasons uh, most of them not being great reasons so i've been like super busy um trying to take care of a bunch of shit uh, so if I haven't hit you up, don't worry, I'll get get with you this week. Um, uh, it's just been wild trying to do the things I have to do in my life and, uh, try to then try to get these interviews and then mix and put them out. And also sometimes I just want to, you know, relax and have, just have my day off or not my day off, but just relax and my free time. So but yeah, I got with uh some of the guys in Rome Walker. We were uh, having a little session, jam session, I guess, um, a couple of days ago. And Aaron mentioned he had some stories. Uh, Aaron plays guitar, um, and Bobby, who plays bass, said he had a story too. So me and Aaron spoke about um, some some of his stories, some of his experiences from where he used to work at at a hotel in Westlaco Mercedes area and um a childhood story that um that he brought up uh one of the, the first paranormal experiences he ever had and I will mention this as a trigger warning I guess uh there's a clip of a sound that he had heard um I don't want to spoil too much but for those that like you know get a little you know easily spooked you know there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean it happens but um there's uh one part that's th- that might mess your day up just a fair warning um so if you're gonna come into this episode just letting you know just hear this in the daytime not alone <laughs> uh i think that's that's the most fair warning i can give uh, and then uh, my friend Mariana, good friend of mine, um, she mentioned a story as well, or well, a few actually. And uh, Ruben, the one and only Ruben Fadias, uh, we uh, touched base last week. This is actually we I got a story last week and finally was able to put it on this episode. Um, yeah, so I'm currently in a situation where I don't have my own transportation, uh, so. Um, I'm doing these over the phone. So if I spoke with you about getting a story down, most likely I won't be able to meet up and we'll have to do it over the phone. But I've been able to pull this off so far and uh, it's going good uh, with these episodes. Um, it's been one of the, not, <laughs> not the worst month, but not, well, not one of the best months either this year. And uh, I've just, it's been giving me a new reason why I hate this month even more. Anyways, I'll shut up now. Go and check this episode out.
Hey, what's up? Uh, this is the third episode of the Halloween special episodes that I'm doing. Uh, I went in and sat down with the homies in the Realm Walker. We have Aaron here with us, uh, plays guitar. Sup? We have Bobby here, playing plays bass. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a ghoul, that was him. And then we have Juan Zombie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he's on drums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're here at the at the realm walker house <laughs> no i'm kidding it's just, it's, just, it's, it's just somewhere in far so uh we're gonna start this off with the Aaron. <coughs> if you heard that car that was paul walker <laughs> it was a tacuache <laughs> quemando it, it, it really quemando okay. all right so Aaron, uh you said you had some stories like uh um, yeah. from where you worked and w what other type of stories like was it just work related like uh, experiences or like friends houses also both, you mentioned for both, both? both, both yeah. okay uh, let's go ahead and start off with the ones that you worked at. Well, where did you work at at that time? So, so like the first ones that I really started, like really, you know, I worked at this hotel in Westlaco on International, and it, the, the 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 actual hotel was built in the eighties. I don't know if it was early eighties, mid eighties, but it was built in the eighties. So yeah. you could just imagine all the fuckery that's been in and out of there. Just oh yeah, all the debauchery throughout yeah. the years. I mean, the decades. short time that I yeah. was there, I saw a lot of fucking crazy shit you know so you yeah. can imagine the decades worth of like the you know, footprint they left behind yeah, yeah just crazy history. shit bro and uh so when i started working there <clears throat> it started off like i would see just minor shit you know like so there was a bar there was a bar in in the middle of the, the lobby was huge there mm -hmm. was like rooms and businesses it was a big lobby and uh there was a bar in there and uh after the bar would close, I would have to go clean the fucking restroom. So there was two restrooms, two sets. There was a handicap restroom for men and women. And mm -hmm. then there was a restroom for non-handicapped people. And uh, I'd have to clean them, right? And the handicapped ones, were, they weren't scary at all. But Were those like in installed like later on? Or like were they more, more recently like installed? Or No, they were always there. They're always there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... The women's restroom just was creepier, bro. Like the eyes, you could feel like eyes staring at you. And it was just so weird. But both of them, like shit would happen all the time. Like in the dude's restroom, the sink would turn on its own all the time. I would go in there, take a piss or whatever, and it would just turn on. And dude, it scared me every time. But after a while, you're used to it. And in both restrooms, there's napkin dispensers on each side. So you enter, there's a napkin dispenser here. There's a napkin dispenser at the other end of the wall. And they would go off, dude, just and just napkins coming out. Holy and dude, shit. I used to go in there and be like, oh, "Fuck," you know. Yeah. And, and when, so, you, when you went in, did you what kind? What did what would you feel like? Eyes. Yeah. Just eyes, bro. Like you feel it. Just you're getting you're being watched. But that was more in the women's restroom. The women's restroom was dimmer too. It was darker. Mm -hmm. Like there was one light in there for some reason, and um, so there was like four stalls in there all to, like you know four stalls and um, the first stall was kind of lit and the second one had the light right above it so the second stall was the most lit mm -hmm. and then the, the last two were dark i don't even know how people could even go to the restroom there you know it was yeah. dark it was really dark and um the dis the napkin things would go off in there too but under the light the the toilet that one would flush on its own when you go in there it'll start flushing the only one that was lit yeah yeah oh it would flush God. dude and i would remember i would fucking run out at first but after a while, i got used to it and i would i kind of would tease it a little bit yeah laugh at it <laughs> and then <laughs> it got a little it started getting a little crazier um 
so we had these parrots, right? And um, and when I would get there, I felt bad for them, so I would cover them with this thick blanket. It was dark. It, it would cover them, and, it, and they would go to sleep because these parrots, bro, hard life, man. People dicking with them, just oh, because they're part of like the hotel. part of the lobby, yeah, and okay, yeah, so like people decor, just fucking yeah. with them all day. So I would get there and I would cover them, oh, oh. Pobrecitos, you know, yeah. and then uh, I would cover them with a blanket and they would be dead silent. They would never, they would just sleep the whole night because stressful, you yeah, know, yeah. and and You're I remember, terrorized. yeah, dude. And I remember this one time um, I was on the computer watching Netflix or something. And then uh, it was actually like late into the night, too. It was probably like 330 or something like that. And then I just remember hearing them fidgeting and they were walking back and forth. So I looked over to the left of me and I looked at them and nothing. So I went back to the movie, right? What I was watching. And then I started hearing them flapping their wings. They started ruffling their feathers and shit. And I was like, what the hell's going on with them? So I didn't pay them no mind. But then they started squawking like, wow, like just they started squawking and flapping hard. But they were going ham in there, making a ruckus, dude. Yeah. And at that point, I, I, I kind of like turned. And I looked and when I looked, bro. Behind them is a brick wall, right? Mm-hmm. I saw this mist, like a dark shadow, but you could you can see through it, but it was dark. Yeah. It wasn't like a shadow shadow. Like yeah. it looked 3D and it just went, it started going over them slow. Just going and dude, they started going ham. Just making like, a ruckus. Yeah. Dude, I fucking froze and I saw this thing going and on the corner, it was like the wall stuck out a little bit and it, it shot to the down the hall so it was like a corner right yeah and this thing came out of the wall and then went around the corner and then attached itself to the wall and went shot down straight and it just darted and i stayed there kind of like what the fuck and right when they did that the bird stopped they just went back to normal and they back to like you know wow and i was like what the fuck so that was like one of the first like whoa that was scary yeah. you know and then um so back to the bar, there was a there was a bar there, right? And uh, this happened when it was really busy. Actually, there was a lot of people in the lobby, so I was like, well, it was crazy that it happened during that time. Um, the bartender, the manager, would call on the walkie-talkie. We had walkie-talkies, right? And he was all like, "Hey, call security to come," because they they would make drops and shit, and they would have a lot of money. So yeah. I would oh, drop okay. the money in yeah. the safe, and uh, he the security, uh, you know, he he came to escort him, and then we were all talking at the at the desk you know mm. they were on the other side i was on the like inside the desk and then uh we we're talking to shooting the shit and then um i don't know where we all just like just dart to our right we all just look to our right what the fuck and then um the security was like oh wait what the fuck was that sound <laughs> <laughs> and i was like what sound and he was like you want to hear this shit way and the bartender the manager guy was all like Ah, dude, that sounded fucking weird, dude. What was that? And I was like, I didn't hear nothing, but I saw something at that same time. And he was like, what'd you see? And I was like, like, it looked like someone took a polar, like those dispensable, those, uh, those cameras. The ones oh, you buy, like, like this, oh, the, uh, disposable, disposable cameras, cameras or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like someone took a flash right in front of, in the middle, but it darted. Whoo! Like, it looked like the flash ran right yeah. across this. And it ran into the into this display we had. There was a there was a bunch of windows in the lobby displays of different businesses, and there was one that had like a little cowboy kid doll or something. Oh, and it sh- it just darted straight in. Whoom! And I told him, and I was like, no, I didn't hear nothing, but I saw it. And I told him, they're like, dude, that was a trip, dude. 
So that was like well, the, what, what did they hear? They they couldn't explain it. Like a zoom. Just, oh, okay. Like Shit. they just said it was a weird sound and mm-hmm. um Yeah, it was really bright. It just <laughs> and uh yeah, that was the second time and then I was like, oh, okay, well damn this place is getting kind of crazy, you yeah. know. And the third one the third the like because I, I would see a lot of different little things, but nothing major. Yeah. But this one was like crazy because me and the other night guy, we would um it would get boring at night. So he he took speakers and we would hide them because they didn't like us to have like speakers and okay. shit and all yeah. that. So we would hide them in the cabinet and then uh at night would bust them out. And I remember I was watching a, a movie and this movie was like I, th- I think it was like Friday or something. They had a lot of curse words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh I remember I was watching it and then like down the right there's the it's the the, the doors like to come into the, the hotel mm-hmm. and they open and in my peripherals I saw like a, a skinny old guy walking in real slow real slow and I was like just waiting for him to come closer and I was like I'll be right with you sir you know and I was reaching down like this because it was hidden under there the the speaker and I was yeah. trying to I was trying to turn off turn off the volume because this guy's like dropping f bombs yeah shit. yeah and i was like yeah. oh man i can't have that but i couldn't reach it i was like oh where's that oh. and he's getting closer and closer and my peripherals I, I haven't really looked at this guy like straight i'm just looking at yeah. him with my peripherals you just saw him like someone approaching and yeah then... yeah and he's coming slow and i'm like i'll be right with you <laughs> you know yeah and then finally he stops in front of me and i just i give up and i just drop down to my knees to unplug the thing but i looked at him real quick and he was like an old white looking dude with like a red flannel like a brown hat old guy mm-hmm. he, he didn't say nothing like when he was walking he wasn't looking at it. he was w- looking straight just stiff walking slow yeah. and when he stood right in front of us i'll be really certain i finally unplug it how can i and i looked at him and he was gone dude so what the fuck and then uh i looked at the camera instantly and like there was nothing so i started walking around the lobby like maybe this old guy yeah it's just lost or something but i never saw him and never like i didn't know what the hell happened and yeah dude that's uh fucking crazy like and i still remember his fucking face and everything man you that's exactly the same story that uh the person nelson on the first episode said that when he was on his construction job yeah that he yeah. saw someone walking down the hallway but they had this dead stare yeah. and he just kept walking straight yeah. and then he spoke to them and there was no response and he's like oh maybe they're just like awkward or like <laughs> weird you know yeah, yeah whatever and that there was never a guy at that spot it and was weird. You, you, the way you mentioned that that person just looked straight. And, yeah, uh, he no, just no, stiff, like, just yeah. like almost like a routine or something. It was just, yeah. And then, uh, so fast. I was there for a little bit, and then I went to another hotel, and there was this room, man, two o nine, two o nine, dude. Fuck that room, dude. Oh my god, I got complaints about it every night. Just what kind of complaints would you get? Um, a lot of them. Uh, I'm hearing clawing in my walls in the middle of the night. I can't sleep. Something's scratching my wall. And and then there was complaints of someone's opening the handle, trying to enter the room. Yeah. And then a lot of them would say, I'm hearing kids running around the hallway. And a lot of them would smell something too, like like smoke. Like oh, like cigarette smoke? No, like, just, I don't know. They like, said it smelled like, I don't know, like like sulfur, like oh smoke. Oh, my God. Like ugly, real ugly. ugly. Like nasty, like yeah, sewer. Intolerable, like, like smoky yeah. sewer or something. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the manager, my manager at the time, he used to work the graveyard before me, or way before me. And he said uh, there was a 
there was a so similar story to the other hotel too both of them had similarities there was these tenants that kept to themselves all the time and they uh they would always pay their their balance on time but they hardly left the room and they kept mm-hmm. to themselves and the first hotel they disappeared and uh after a while their balance starts going up say so hey we got to go in there and wait so so this was at the same hotel you have or how did, like, oh you... both of them this happened almost the same similarity like okay okay so the first i'm t- the first hotel okay okay so they i forgot to mention that that um they finally were like nah like we got to go in there and see what's up like they're not paying and they just okay they ghosted us and they, they had been there for like months or yeah yeah they're a okay. good they're a good client or good yeah, yeah. Uh, guests or whatever yeah and uh, i remember they sent the maintenance guy to check in there and in the middle of the living room it, it wasn't they had apartments in the back of that hotel that's how big it was they okay. had apartments and inside of the living room there was like like a shrine there was a santa muerte with pentagrams candles lit and a bunch of bones in a pile so this hotel the second one i went to 209 same thing it was a lady living by herself paid everything on time and then one day she disappears no one ever saw her on the camera leave nothing she just vanished yeah so they finally go in there and everything was empty but in on the bed there was a a sheet like a savanna like a thin blanket yeah bunched up in a ball and it was bloody and when they unwrapped it it was just blood with bones Wait. So, so the uh, shit started happening after that. So my manager said, uh, he was like, no, dude, one time I was there uh, working the graveyard. And he said, this lady came in real distraught, just not looking at him and just crying. You were the man. You know, like, Ooh. yeah, help me. Yeah. And he was like, what the? F-? He's like, are you all right? You want me to call someone? And then she walked, she walked right past him, took her right down the hall, went up the elevator. And I can't remember if he said that when the elevator opened and no one was there. Or I can't remember if he said that she walked to room 209 and then walked inside. And he was like, no one's even staying there. What the fuck? Yeah. But um, he said that when he he asked the manager to the to re- to review the video yeah. that he was talking to himself, that she didn't come on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> so so 209 had that history. Right. And I would always. Dude, every night, dude, I would have people, you got to move me, man. I can't sleep. Like, something's happening. I can't sleep. And then uh, I remember we, we um, the military came down to the National Guard to patrol the, the border. Yeah. So they rented almost every fucking room. We only had a handful, and they would get sold out right away. So it was always packed. And there was this one guy. I feel so bad for him, dude. But every night, dude, he would come downstairs and he would he he like as the time went on he looked more and more distraught more disgruntled oh, more fucking sleep deprived yeah. As fuck. yeah he would always tell me hey man you gotta do something about those kids that are running down the hall bro and i'll be like oh god i'll get after him yeah but i was like oh no I, i've heard this a lot of times there's yeah, no yeah, kids there's, there. there's no kids there yeah yeah and i felt bad because i couldn't move him if i wanted to because it was yeah, always sold it's, out it's, yeah it's all booked up yeah and then he would say bro that he would come again Dude, someone's trying to go in my room, dude. Like, are you watching the cameras? Like, yes, no one's going in your room. And then he would come and be like, I'm hearing clawing in my walls above the bed and I can't sleep. So it was constant. He always come down and bitch about it. Yeah. And I would just be like, oh, get the maintenance guy to check it out, you know? And he would be like, dude, the, the restroom stinks, man. Like smoke and sewage. It just smells like sulfur. It smells bad. And I was like, ah, oh, get the maintenance guy to look at it. And it just was like 
never ending cycles. Yeah, constant. You, they're there for months. Though they're there forever. Oh man, that fool has stories for sure. And uh, he came down one day and he was all like, "Hey, I hurt those kids again. This time I I stayed up, and I went down the hall and I looked down the pico. He was like, I didn't even see no one, man, and my handle was moving, the the doorknob." And then I was all like, oh, for real? And he was like, and he looked at me dead in the eye and he said, is that room haunted or what? And I kind of stayed quiet and I looked down and he goes, he was like, I, I figured. He's like, I, he's like, I, I kind of guessed. He's like, nah, he's like, now that I know it's I, and I just felt so bad. You just dude. have to fucking deal with it. I yeah, dude. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude. So room 209, dude. That, the, the. Man, the thought of that like fucks me up. Like, but, dude, it you're was like you're like put, you're like staying up to make sure. Like, all right, I'm gonna see these kids yeah. hearing it, but not seeing the visual. It was, dude. Fuck. Every time I put someone in the room before they they rented it, they would always come. You gotta move me, man. I don't know what's going on, but I I can't sleep. Yeah. Always, always two o nine. I don't know if it's still like that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure and, it uh, is. That 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 trying to Santissima, what they whatever, like what else did they see like in that? room when they walked in or what like just that man really it it was empty too it was like when did they leave yeah yeah it was just it was a big they said it was a big statue man and there was pentagrams and candles and i don't know if they were practicing santissima muerte or they were practicing something yeah or what but they were doing something for sure yeah nothing that's gonna like i mentioned it in another episode something that's People that usually partake in that, nothing really good happens at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I got one more story. Yeah. And this is a, I know you guys are doing some sleep paralysis stories. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. kind of has, it, it's two in one. So uh, I think I was like, do you remember when Pizza Hut was giving out those demos, the, the Tony Hawk? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, I think we were like in seventh grade or sixth grade or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So this happened around that time. Uh, it was Christmas time too, because mm-hmm. I remember uh, it, where it happened in the living room. There was a Christmas tree, up. and um, I, I I had I had uh, episode of sleep paralysis just before at the same house. Okay, and I remember I, I could I, would, I nothing crazy though. I would just wake up, I couldn't move, and I would be trying to yell and whatever. Yeah, yeah. but this one time it was like the second time or something like that. I think it was the second time I ever had it, and I remember. Um, we were spending the night at my friend at Matt's house. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was me, my brother, and Matt. And uh, this, I don't know, this day we decided to sleep in the living room. And uh, I remember I was on the sofa. And then uh, I just remember, like, I, I, I fell asleep first. But before I fell asleep, I remember seeing them. And, um, like, Matt was on the, Matt and my brother were under the tree. Like, I don't know why they were fucking, they were sleeping under there. But they were, like, just laying under there. But they didn't go to sleep. They were talking. And I, I passed out. How and old were y'all at this time? I, I must have been about 12, 12? Okay. or 11. Mm. It was like sixth grade. Yeah. 11, yeah. 12. And um, I just remember I fell asleep, man. And I remember getting startled. I woke up to this scream. Like the jam room that we used to have in the back in, okay. in Matt's house. Yeah. It was coming from there. And that room before we did anything with it, it was always just an abandoned room. It was just nothing ever happened with that room. And uh, I remember I, I I woke up startled. I heard this guttural yell. Yeah. Like ugly, like just evil. Yeah. And I remember 
I couldn't move. Like I woke up and I kept hearing it. And dude, I couldn't move. And I was, I was like, oh, great. This, this shit that only happens to me is happening again. You know, yeah, I didn't yeah. know. I never knew what it was till way later. Mm-hmm. And I could remember hearing my brother and Matt going, the fuck was that? Like, what was that? Did you hear that? Like, yeah, dude, it's coming from the room back there. And they kept hearing it. And I kept hearing it too. And I was like, oh, dude, I'm not the only one hearing it. Cause I could hear them, but I can't move. And then they were like, dude, let's go to the room. And then Matt was like, what about your brother? And my brother was all like, fuck him, leave him there. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Dude. And I remember I finally snapped out of it and I jumped up. I was like, fuck you guys. And they're like, let's go, let's go. So we ended up going to the to his room. Okay, so sorry to interrupt, but so while you're in sleep paralysis, you could hear them. Yeah, I could hear I could hear everything talk. I just couldn't move. And uh, was that like a thing you're like hallucinating, or was that actually? No, they were hearing it too. So I knew that I wasn't hearing it. The only one they were hearing it too. Yeah. Every time I heard, I could hear them responding. Oh my god, you couldn't get up. I couldn't get up for the life of me, and they were about to leave me in this fucking living room. Oh my god, this thing yelling. So we go to the room, and uh, <laughs> I don't know how we get a Jesus picture. <laughs> We're all huddled around it, <laughs> yeah. and then we get these like lightsabers or something to defend yeah. ourselves. <laughs> We're kids. Yeah, you're kids. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, every now and then, uh, we would peek our like our ears out of the hallway. We would open the door, and we could hear it. We close it, <gasps> and eventually, like, dude, let's go check it out. How oh, long yeah. did that take? Like as far as y'all being in that room and hearing it out, like just just a good while like five minutes no it went on for a while oh really yeah and then uh after a while it stopped just completely stopped and then uh the sun was already starting to come out and then we finally decided oh let's go check it out (laughs) the sun's out nothing could get us but we never found out to this day what it was and years later when i was working at the hotel one of the, the second one i used to watch youtube videos and I would go down the rabbit hole to watching like scary, you know, mm-hmm. stuff. And then uh, I came across a video and this guy would hear stuff in his basement. So he left the recorder to record it. And the sound that he picked up is the exact same fucking sound that we heard. No and I showed shit. Matthew the clip and dude, right when I showed him, he fucking froze goosebumps. And he was like, like, where'd you find that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And he was like, dude, that is the exact same sound that we heard and i'm gonna play a clip of it right now i okay. put it to the yeah the you put it to, to the mic yeah but um <laughs> but yeah dude yeah. so this is this is what we heard that night dude it's almost it's the exact same thing that we heard bro my fucking heart's pounding so hard right now dude what the fuck <laughs> we heard that coming from that room dude and i i remember i was so scared dude because i couldn't move and just hearing it bro like it was it was that exact same thing man and that shit like stayed in my head for yeah i mean time. that that fuck man like even me as a grown-ass man right now i'm fucking <coughs> shook hearing that i can imagine that as a 
you know, innocent 12 year old kid, you know, like we never like, found out what it was. Cause I remember he told his parents and the dad was yeah. like, ah, it's nothing. It's a pipe or something. But if it was a pipe, it would be, you would hear it all the time, you know, and yeah, it, it never a constant thing. And it never happened again. It was like one time thing. And yeah, dude, that <laughs> when I heard that recording, I was just like, holy shit, dude, that's the exact same sound that we heard. And yeah, and yeah dude, it was crazy, man. And that was probably the wildest shit. And uh, there at, at his house, did you hear or feel like anything after that, like later lot, on oh, throughout yeah, the years? Dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You could feel eyes there a lot, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. No, no. I, dude, I've been going to that house since I was five years old. Yeah. And it, I never. Uh, you never shook off the feeling. I never got over it. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. I think I got one more story. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this one. <laughs> Just finish me off now. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I got I got one more. Um, Crockett Apartments. Where's this at? In Alamo. Okay. Like in the hood, almost mm-hmm. like in the ghetto. I've lived there twice, but I knew about this complex before because Rudy lived there right out of high school. Rudy got an apartment there. Yeah. For, he, for for context, Rudy uh, played drums in uh, my old band reinforced oh no not old band but like current yeah, band but yeah. he was the first drummer of that band but yeah and uh he was in apartment 11 right next to him was apartment 13 and then uh in apartment 13 there was a, a girl that lived there she ended up hanging herself inside of the master closet she killed herself yeah so that was always like the the story behind Crockett, right? So I knew about that, right? And whatever. So I move in. Um, I moved in 2009 with Chris, and then nothing, you know. I moved out, and I went back in like 2013 or 12 or something mm-hmm. with my chick, and then I ended up making friends with the guy, a tattoo artist that lived in apartment 13, the one, the, the apartment that chick killed yeah, herself in. Yeah. So I, I became cool with him. And then one day, I, I don't know, we were hanging out, drinking or whatever. And I asked him, hey, bro, uh, you ever? Uh, and he goes, what? Do I ever see anything in here? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and he's like, no, I know. I know. He's like, yeah, no, dude, I see shit all the time. He's like, I know that fucking chick hung herself in my closet. He's like, yeah, dude, I see it all the time. I hear it. I was like, well, what do you what do you see? And he was like, like. He was like, no, man, like my my drawers and cabinets will they'll be closed and then we'll go back to the kitchen. All of them are open. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, and then uh, I started hanging out there more often. And then it was on the second floor and there was a window above the sink. And I remember one time we were hanging out and you just hear like knocking on the window. There's no birds out there at night. Birds don't fly at yeah, night like yeah. that. Someone was knocking on the window like what the hell? just little things like that right yeah. one time we we're hanging out and he had a rack on the wall where he, he would hang his keys and his lokes and stuff and one day something just knocked it down everything bah, like violent bah. and then um just little things like that would happen and i would see it and uh one time we were talking and i had my back to the sink and it turned on its own and i didn't even realize it i just turned it off you know yeah yeah. and i said you know yeah i was like did that just he goes yep happens all the time oh man. so so anyway, we, I would see things like little things like that. And then one day it was um, so you walk in the house, it's a living room and then straight forward is the kitchen dining area. It's a small apartment. 
and then to the right's a hallway straight to a restroom and then on the left and right there's doors which is the bedroom and master bedroom so we're hanging out in the dining area and they're playing spades it's like it's three of them they're playing spades and then me and my friend umberto were against the wall and the wall i'm next to the wall where it, it dips to the corner into the hallway so there's like the wall right there the corner right and we're just hanging out having a good time and then i don't know all of a sudden me and my friend we both just look to our left and we're looking at it and then we both like go back to whatever you know <laughs> i'm just kind of looking down and i look at him and he has his eyebrows raised and he's like kind of chuckling and i look at him and he goes did you see that and i was like yeah dude he's like what did you see and i was like you tell me what you saw and he's like no you tell me and i was like i saw on the corner of the wall like like a shadow bro like just and it was so vivid like arms you could see shoulders neck and head but yeah. it was just a black figure like mm -hmm. you couldn't even see through it 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 peeked out of the corner like like it, it was almost curious like yeah like a curious kid or something yeah. it peeked out and looked at us and we both turned and like it was like almost like if it went oh shit they saw me and it went like that like all scared and it hid back behind the wall and that's when we both turned and looked at each other and i remember i asked my friend i was like the guy who owned the apartment i was like hey, is your kid here or your woman your girl and he was all like nah bro it's just us player you know and i was like yeah. hey bro we just like you saw something right <laughs> you know he was like yeah oh, fuck. he was like i'm telling you bro i see shit all the time and it was like it wasn't even that scary i just kind of felt Still, i mean it's fucking scary to be <laughs> i mean it was scary but <laughs> but i just felt more sad i felt like really sad like just to know the history behind it yeah, like yeah, this course. poor chick killed herself and yeah. like like she's probably wondering who are these assholes in my apartment yeah you know? just there but after yeah. that happened he started experiencing more shit like crazier stuff like he he said one time he was sketching a tattoo up like at three in the morning mm -hmm. and in his closet he had uh these plastic containers that had all his uh color pencils his okay. markers yeah. and stuff and he was just hanging out and then something grabbed the container and threw out the whole thing and all these color pencils flew out at him and he looked at it like Fuck, flew, like they, they hit the ground yeah or, yeah oh, like okay. something Imagine those like little cabinets, like little oh, okay, yeah, yeah, drawers. the pull out ones, yeah, clear ones. Yeah, like something just threw it on, threw it at him. Oh, fuck! So he started like that started happening. The cabinets started happening more. The open ones. And he said one day he was asleep, and uh, he said he was asleep, and he started hearing something in his ear, like in the pillow. He heard something going. Like the grudge, he said it. Dude, he's yeah. like, bro, it's on like the grudge. He's like, it was just groaning in my ear. Ah, ah. And he said he started feeling a finger tickling inside his ear, and it went deep in there. And that he he jumped up, and he was like, hey, bro, it's like it's getting crazy, man. He was like, nah, dude. So I was like, what the hell, man? And it just a bunch of random stuff, I guess, started happening more and more. I think I think the fact that. Maybe she saw us that we saw her or something. Maybe she got pissed or something yeah. and started acting crazy. I got, I got but um, yeah, that one was wild because I had 
I, the old guy that was crazy because like he was in color and everything, you know. Yeah, but that this apparition, yeah. But this one was like was just black, black. Yeah, like not even see through, just black. Uh, from what I've heard, um, there's some that you see that are like in, you could see them full, like color or whatever, and some that you see like in black, like like a shadow or whatever. And I think there's some that I've heard that like that some are just trapped. In a in a time and place like a and, routine, right? Yeah, in a routine, and they're just walking. Like let's just say that that person, the, the old man you saw in that old, yeah, stuff, yeah. His routine is just walking down there all the time, and it's just like a constant thing. Like it's not an intelligent. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's just like a like a footprint, yeah, of like yeah. in the in the wooden that place, and it just does its thing routinely. But then no. there's some that like fuck with you. I and think those I, are those are called. I forgot what they're called. I mean, it was something just like something like creepers or something like that. But it's something like that name, and those are the ones that try to fuck with you. They can't harm you, but they try to fuck with you. Yeah, no, I think at the apartment, I think that one was an like unintelligent. Yeah, that was knew what was going on. It yeah, was trying yeah. to just like just yeah. just the just the way that we saw the shadow, and it saw us, and it was like oh shit, like oh, and it hid. Yeah, like it it was it knew what was going on, you know, like it was yeah intelligent man for real. It was crazy. But that was like one of the last times I had ever seen anything crazy like that um, that I can remember. <laughs> All right, Bobby. So what was the, the story you had? <laughs> yeah, dude. So. Yeah, it's about like uh, my mom always said the story when we we're like kids. What happened was we were like downtown San Juan. That's where my mom grew up. And there's a panadilla called Especial that everybody knows about like it's a famous panaderia that you, everybody goes to after the shrine or whatever it's right there right down in downtown it's on third street so uh i'm not gonna say how many houses we live down but i grew up there whatever but uh my mom would uh when she was like let's say like seven or eight and she had a little sister and like uh a few houses down they would make like those wedding cookies you know those sugar cookies Oh, for like, uh, yeah, the ones that they have like in the tables at events, like at weddings, yeah, like the sugar cookies, yeah, yeah, you, you like yeah. you know you have you have so, the so you have the cake and then you have the sugar cookies, yeah, 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 yeah. So they make sugar cookies for weddings, and then they're uh, well, they're that lady where they would make the sugar cookies. Like my grandma would go and help her out, and they'll get like a half a cut from it, you know. But um, so they were making sugar cookies, and then uh. They would go play like checkers or chess or something because it was like no video games back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Like it was this was back like in the sixties or seventies, some shit like that. Those those houses are pretty old. Uh, but that panaderia was still there. It's been there forever. So uh, they would go there, and then the, their son got drafted to the like the war, like the Vietnam War or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So they had a room all to themselves. So when they were baking cookies, they would go to the room. They were playing like checkers and they would do this often. And this one night they were baking the cookies and they already knew they would go to the room and just play their board games or whatever. They said this one night they felt something awkward in the room. And this old lady like this. They said like four foot tall little lady with like a a little black dress came out of the closet. And uh, started looking straight at them with like an open eyes and a big smile and dancing at them and then rushing them like spooking them you know they're little kids like seven and then she would go back dance again 
rush him again and then look look outside the door and then she ran into the closet well she was trying oh no my mom said she was trying to take her little sister into the closet yeah I'm getting like goosebumps right now yeah uh, yeah this yeah well my mom said she was a little a little girl but she wanted the younger one my, my aunt and she would protect her from it and they were like kicking her off and she would like tease at them like like hissing like going yeah. at them and coming back and then all they knew was that she was taunting them like dancing back and forth like scary movies and, and shit. they could see like the it like clearly Vividly. like how she looked fuck she had little like uh heels on and she was like clacking around like clack 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 going back and forth but uh and then uh so they started screaming and crying and they didn't know what to do but oh, uh, my mom said she was trying to break her little sister, and that's where that little three foot, four foot woman was coming at them with the full dress and everything. Look weird, like like a hag, kind of like like yeah. old, you know? Yeah. And then uh, when my mom tells me that, she went back into the closet, and they ran out, started screaming, like bloody murder, and went to my like grandma when she was like younger at the time. Yeah. And uh, and they, they went to the room and they inspected everything, like the closet and everything. Nothing was there. But to this day, they still swear they saw it. And supposedly that's like a legend around that place. In the neighborhood uh, or in just that place? That in San Juan, like oh, downtown no San Juan. So they've heard. So, good. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Um. It, did it, it was this mentioned to like the neighbors or anything, or did neighbors know anything about this? Or that's was the this thing, something that like anyone knew about? That's the thing that nobody talks about it. Okay, so I don't know how many people have heard. It, so. Yeah, it's kind of like why the I mean, even then, why even bring it up to anyone? You know what I mean? That just sounds like terrifying as hell. You know. But that also was uh like, my like if you lived there or experienced it, it's, it sounds pretty. Well, I, I have lived there. Oh, you did. No, not in that house, oh, okay, but like okay. down the road, mm-hmm. and I would always pass it going down, like uh, to get pan from the panaria. Yeah. But uh, but that was a story that uh, my aunt and my mom would say often, but it wasn't something to scare us. It was just something to like let us know something's around here. You know. Oh okay. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, it was it is more of a informing you. Yeah. Just informing you about it. So even to this day, dude, I, I keep all my closets locked in because I don't want to see a little old lady. Yeah. Coming at me, you know. Like, what am I gonna do? And is there any reason as far as like who this person or whatever it is like? Is there like a backstory to it, or does anyone know any information on what may be the origin of this thing? Well, I have heard. I've, I've like uh, I told other buddies about this story like years ago. And there's other people that have had the same experiences around that same block. It's the north side of the tracks. Wait, you said it was it up on a... What is it? Like, where they sell cookie sugar cookies? Yeah, yeah. Was there a screen printing shop next to it? Yeah. It's right down... Me and my mom used to get, like, uh, bandulce there when when I was a kid. That's it. So... Oh, my God. House is down. That's where it happened. 
I remember the the, the first time DCD got shirts, we got it from that screen printing place that's around the corner. It was like with this older man. It used to be like a raspa stand next to it. I oh, think I so, yeah. Or I think so, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I remember exactly that 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 place where me and my mom used to get like bandulce when I was a kid, and we would go there often. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So it was right next to it. Or not pretty pretty much pretty close to it, yeah. Yeah, downtown San Juan. Yeah. I mean, right next to all the restaurants that are now there. Yeah. But back in the day it was it, yeah, I mean, it's if it's something that's uh visiting that area, it's a, obviously a place that was frequent frequented often, you know what I mean? So I'm sure like there's some sort of weird um well, the San Juan Hotel was right across the tracks. Yeah. And that's where they, you know what I mean? That was a, the, the little, uh, little, how do you say it? Like a subdivision before the tracks. And then it was Old 83. Mm-hmm. And then San Juan Hotel where like, you know, a lot of stuff happened. But uh, Speaking of the San Juan Hotel, did you ever like check that out ever or or do y'all have any stories about like you know I mean even like as just teenagers or kids like fucking around oh, just like I, going I, by yeah 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 this uh in high school we used to go just to like yeah it's just like whatever shenanigans yeah I <laughs> yeah. mean we we used to like because if you go through the back you go through the back of it there's a big courtyard there is yeah and there's like a swimming pool that was like covered up what I remember and there is like old palm trees it was like two stories i think and i would walk around and everything but we we're trying to get scared i thought it's a little thing once but everybody said it was a cat so <laughs> yeah i mean it's cool i mean it's it's really creepy yeah but other than that i mean that was my mom's story Hello. Hey, it's uh, me, Danny. Hey, Danny, what's up? Okay. Uh, you said you had uh, some stories. Yeah, I have. I have like three stories. Okay. So I guess I'll just start from. Wait, uh, wait. Let me give. No one knows. Uh, I, I haven't given you the proper intro. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. okay so this is a, a very good friend of mine, Mariana, who I've known for a very long time, almost ten years. That's crazy, right? Yeah, it's been 10 years. It's been, it's been a while. Yeah. 10 years of craziness. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> I right. can say some pretty crazy stuff about Daddy McNasty. This isn't about that. This, this, is isn't ex- this is not an expose. <laughs> it could be. Oh. It could be, but it, it won't be. Okay. All right, you can start now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So this first one is when I was living in Minnesota. So I used to live in Minnesota. I moved to Texas. I'm from Texas, but we, we went to Minnesota because my little brother was having some health issues. And the best doctors were there at the time. And we bought a house. And we lived in, the house that we lived in, it was built like in the, it was built 1901. So it was old as shit. And next to my room, it was two stories, and next to my room, there was, like, a little closet, and that closet led to the attic. 
but that closet was like so like being in it even for a second like was just so uncomfortable that my mom didn't allow any of us to be in there because it was just such an uncomfortable feeling to be in there but the rest of the house was fine it was just that little closet like it was so dark and dingy and any single time somebody went in there it was just like they felt really uncomfortable so we had been living in the house maybe maybe like six months and there was there was like a thunderstorm warning like a severe thunderstorm warning and my mom was tell I like to sleep with the, the windows open and my mom was telling me like hey don't sleep with the windows open today because it's gonna rain tonight and I was like okay but I you know being a kid I didn't listen and I opened the window and I remember I woke up and it was raining really hard but I liked the smell of the rain the way it smelled in my room so I left the window open but then it started to like hit my feet and like it started to get my bed wet. So I was like, oh, like I have to like, have to close it eventually. But I didn't, I just, I kind of just nodded off and fell back to sleep. And then when I opened my eyes, like I opened my eyes because I heard something. And when I opened my eyes, it, like five feet away from me, there was like a shadow hovering over my bed and they shut the window for me, like that shadow. And I wasn't scared or anything, but it was it was really weird because like he, there was light and the shadow was close enough to me where I should have been able to see something other than black. But all I saw was like black and the shadow closed the window. It looked at me and then it walked, it walked out of my room and I saw it disappear into that little room. Um, and that's the only experience I had in that house, which was a little creepy, but you know, I never felt scared or anything. It just later on in my life, I was like, yo, that was like fucking weird that that happened. Like, who the fuck was that? And it was weird because like the shadow had like really spiky hair. Like it almost looked like Hellraiser, you know, the, the pinhead or what's his name? Yeah. It almost looked like that, but I wasn't scared or anything. It was just, it was really weird. Like, it's like they were looking after me like, hey, let me close this window for you so you won't get wet. Oh, so it wasn't like trying to frighten you. It just like appeared, made its presence and then bounced. Yeah, like, it was just, like, yeah, like, it was doing me a little favor. It just, that was the only time it appeared to me. And, um, yeah, that was it. I will say this. With that window, it was really weird because it was slammed shut randomly at times. Like, I remember one time I was talking to my friend outside that window, and the window slammed shut, and I crushed all my fingers. What? Um, but it... Yeah, but it was weird because it would only do that sometimes. It wouldn't do it all the time. And my dad, like, greased it up. He fixed it because he's like, oh, the screws are rusty. But it would still do that regardless. You know what I mean? So I guess maybe there was something to do with that window and that room. Like, maybe something happened there. It was a really old house. So, I mean, it probably had a lot of history. Did anyone else in that house experience anything like that? No, just me. I mean, at least not that I not that I know of. My siblings never told me anything. Well, I'm glad that it that was like the 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 most extremes of it that you experienced. Yeah, because there was like it was like two stories, and I was like, what if somebody fucking pushes me down the stairs or something? Oh my god! But yeah, I was never scared like that in that house. And then like another story I have was uh, my paternal grandmother. So she died um, in Mexico. There's like ranchos in the Sierras. Mm-hmm. And she was from a rancho. She, you know, she was very poor up until she died. 
Um, and I don't know why, but I never met her, but her, like just knowing about her always made me really uncomfortable. Like I, I didn't want to know the day she died. I didn't want to know. I didn't like to visit her grave because I would just feel really scared and uncomfortable. Um, and it wasn't maybe until I was like a teenager that my mom told me a story about, you know, what regarding, I asked, finally asked my mom, like, Hey, how does she die? From what I heard, she just died. Like nothing, like she didn't get killed. Like there was an accident. She was just, it just woke up one day and she was dead. And so my mom was telling me like, yeah, like she didn't really go to the doctor because she was really poor. Like she really didn't get medical care. And we think she died of cancer, but she just died one day and they buried her. Like they didn't do an autopsy. They didn't take her to the doctor to confirm. They just buried her. Like her children buried her. Her, her husband made the choice to be like, okay, like you know, she's just going to be buried. And my mom said that maybe a week after she died that she had a dream that my grandma came to our house. And at the time we lived in a trailer and the trailer had a screen door. She knocked on the door and that my mom was like, like, what are you doing here? And she's like, for some reason in my dream, I was like, I'm not going to let her in my house. Like, I don't want to let her in my house. And uh, my grandma was telling my mom, like, like, why did you do that? Why did you bury me? I wasn't dead. You guys killed me. Like, why did you do that? What? And, yeah, and my mom says that every year, her, like, she has that dream where my grandma's asking her, like, hey, why did you guys bury me? Like, why did you do that? that that's all she asked her. Like, I wasn't dead. You guys killed me. You guys buried me. Like, why did you do that? And, you know, my mom was obviously freaked the fuck out by this, right? Yeah, understandably, yeah. So... So she's talking to my aunt and she's like telling my aunt, which is this aunt is married to my dad's brother. So this is my dad's brother's mom as well. Grandma I'm talking about. And my mom was telling this aunt like, hey, like, I'm about, you know, like my, you know, like my husband's mom. And I dreamt this. And while she's telling my aunt that, my aunt's like, I dreamt the same exact thing but instead of being at your house, she was at my house and she was asking me the same thing. Like, why did you do that? Like, why did you guys bury me? Like, why didn't you guys check? Like, you guys killed me. Oh. And every year since they've had that initial dream, within a month of each other, they'll have that dream again. And it'll be in like different places, but my grandma will visit them and tell them like, hey, like, why did you, like, why did you do that? Why did you kill me? And my mom, oh, she's always really freaked out by it. And she's like, it's because I feel like she's coming because she's mad or she's like, you know, upset or something. Like, I, you know, I feel like she didn't die at peace. Like there was something she needed to say. But it's weird because my dad never dreams about her, but my dad never talks about her. Like none of his family ever talks about her. She's kind of like a ghost to me because I don't really know that much about her. Yeah, you don't know, like, the history uh, or background of her too much? Yeah, and whenever I go visit her grave, like, even though I never knew her, I always get so sad for some reason, you know? Yeah. And it's just it's just always something that I don't look forward to, going to visit her grave, because I feel really uncomfortable. I don't know, I feel, like, like sad. It's just, like, an ugly feeling, like, of discomfort and of guilt and of sadness that I feel when I'm at her grave. Or even when I talk about her, it almost feels wrong to talk about her because I didn't really know her, you know? Yeah. 
Wow. Um, so that's that's that one. That one's pretty freaky. Yeah. It, it, it makes my mom so it it makes her so uncomfortable to even mention it to anyone. Yeah. Did, and even if I ask her about it, she's like, you know what? We'll change the subject. Like I don't want to talk about that. Did you have have you had any like dreams like that, like about her or in, in like or any mention of her, like in your dreams? Uh, yes. So when I was a teenager, I had a dream that I was walking into like you know those like wild wild west like setup like a saloon and all that yeah like a saloon like <laughs> okay. kind of like westworld i don't know if you've ever seen westworld if okay. anyone listening to this has ever seen westworld but kind of like a setup like that like okay just old houses with like wooden porches like rocking chairs in the front and i'm walking in this town and each like the farther i walk it's the same thing like it's the same town it's the same thing and when I'm walking inside the town, there's like a little carriage, and that carriage is full of horse heads, just the head and the neck. And as I'm walking into the town, there's a carriage carrying other horse heads, and that carriage that's carrying the horse heads is another horse head with just two legs, and it's walking. And as I'm walking into the town, I can see there's like a like a little house and the door is open and you can't see anything inside but just pitch black. And it's very inviting, like it, it's like very inviting to go in, but there's like something that tells me like, or that told me like, don't go in there, don't go in there. And I didn't, I ignored that feeling and I just kind of like kept walking. And as I kept walking, I just see my grandparents on these like rocking chairs, my grandma and my grandpa, and they're just like statuesque, like they're just rocking there back and forth and back and forth. And as I'm walking through the dream, it's just those seats over and over and over again. And again, like I said, like a, a feeling of sadness, of discomfort, of guilt, of like despair comes over me. And when I woke up, I was like sweating. Damn. And yeah, I was like on the verge of tears because I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, and that was the only time I ever dreamt about her but I prayed so hard and I'm not really a religious person, but like when after that happened, I prayed like every night for a month that it would never happen again. Like I would never see her like that or them like that again. Cause it was just such a uncomfortable dream. Yeah. I can imagine. Damn. Yeah. But that's the only time I, I dreamt about them. I don't know. I mean, this is, I feel like this is something I should ask. Like we still believe like, Hey, have you guys dreamt about grandma and grandpa? <laughs> yeah. I feel like it might be like a, family thing yeah yeah i i kind of don't want to ask because i'm like oh shit like what you if this is this whole thing just like this whole conspiracy we're like you know yeah and then you bring her back not back but like she'll start appearing in y'all's dreams and stuff yeah fuck that and that's what i don't want because i just want her to be at peace like yeah. i don't want her to visit us and tell us that she's you know not where she wants to be and i kind of feel guilty you know or just, not resting yeah and i kind of feel guilty documenting this story yeah, I mean, I kind of feel guilty talking about it because it's like you know, kind of like with lucid dreaming when you when you talk about it a lot, it yeah. happens. Yeah. Speaking of lucid dreaming, this like it goes into my next experience, my next and final experience. Mm -hmm. Um. So I was living at an apartment in Edinburgh. Danny knows about this apartment because we got into a lot of chingaderas there. <laughs> Too many shenanigans. A lot of shit went down. <laughs> what? A lot of shenanigans. 
yeah, a lot of shenanigans went down in that apartment. Yeah. Um, a lot of growth for me went down in that apartment. I love that apartment. Um, I live there with somebody that's still very special to me in my life. I'm not going to name this person because this has a lot to do with her emotional trauma that she was going through at the time. And um, I went through some stuff in there too, but it was really weird. Like I felt really comfortable in that apartment, really happy. I felt really at home, but it was just when I was in my room, I would feel so sad and like hopeless. Um, I had a lot of thoughts of suicide in that room where I was just like, like all of this is for nothing. Like life is meaningless. Like you should just fucking end it now. And you know, I've always been anxious, but I've never been depressed. So when I moved into that apartment, I started getting like really depressed. I started, I don't know, I just felt sad when I was in my room. But, and that's why, I don't know if you remember this, Daddy, but most of the times we hung out at that apartment, it was in my living room. Yeah. And never in your like room. We never at went all. to my room. Like we never went to the room. Like we were never like anywhere but the living room because I was so like uncomfortable being in any other like in my room or in my room like I didn't even like being there would you feel some sort of weight like when you would be in your room like heavy like not emotional? a weight but just like 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 a blur like I don't know how to describe it like I feel like my brain was just very focused and blurred into one thing which was life is meaningless like just give up and I remember sitting in my desk and I would just like sometimes I would just sit there and I would just cry and cry and cry and I would just be like why am I feeling like this you know like why do I feel so so sad and I would leave the room and I would kind of like but at the time I just chalked it up to like oh you're just lonely or something you know what I mean so I just ignored it until these incidents like after this one incident happened everything kind of escalated not for me thankfully but for my roommate at the time and I just want to say now that my roommate is a very on my roommate was a very honorable person. Um, she would never lie about something like this. You know what I mean? Um, and just the way everything like coincided, like it was just like a too much of a coincidence to be a lie or to be made up or just to be something like a fabric of her imagination. Cause I experienced stuff too. So um, I was probably in my last semester in UTRGB and had just taken a midterm and I was, it was a Monday. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go home and sleep. So I went home and I took a little nap and I woke up from that nap and I was having sleep paralysis. So I woke up and I was laying on my side and I couldn't move. And I remember I was like, oh shit, here we go again. Cause that wasn't the first time I ever had sleep paralysis. And I hear somebody walk into the house and I'm like, oh, it's my roommate. And they they had bags with them. I could hear like bags rustling. And then I hear like keys kind of drop on the counter. And then I just hear somebody like aggressively putting away dishes. Like they're like smashing them into like the, the cupboard. I'm like, okay, that's weird. And as that's going on, I start hearing like, like the sink was like filled up with water and I start hearing like water drops in the sink and I was like okay and then I started hearing all this whispering like all these voices whispering something and then I started getting really fucking scared I started like trying to scream in my sleep but I couldn't because you know you can't do shit while you have sleep paralysis so I could hear myself like screaming but it was really muffled 
And I remember I was trying to look around and see like what the fuck it was, but there was nothing there. It was just me. And I could hear the dishes, the water going, and then I could hear all these whisperings. And in the midst of all that, I hear somebody say my roommate's name. But it was in such a creepy, raspy, like I couldn't tell if it was an old man or a woman, but it was fucking so unsettling. I tried my best to get out of my sleep paralysis. I tried to kick around and finally like, I woke up from the sleep paralysis and I was like kicking and my arms were like flailing. I got up, I got my purse and I got the fuck out of there. I went to my mom's house and I chilled there. And after that, you know, I came home that night and I was like, okay, what the fuck, you know? And I slept in my living room that night. And then the next day I was like, you know what? It was, I just chalked it up to, I was like, you know what? It was just an episode of sleep paralysis. Scary shit happens while you have sleep paralysis. It's happened before, but that was just really fucking weird, right? So I go about my week and I notice that my roommate isn't there. Like she just would walk into the apartment. She would grab stuff. She would go stay with uh, like another friend. And then she'd come back and do the same thing. And I was like, okay, that's weird. And then finally, I think it was like Friday or Saturday that she came to the apartment and she was there with me. She was there because she knew I was going to be there all weekend. It was like my weekend off. So so she was there and I'm like talking to her and I'm like, hey, like, I don't want to freak you out. But I had this like rowdy ass sleep paralysis episode where I heard like all these things and somebody was like whispering your name to me like an old person almost. And as I'm saying that, she, like, looks at me and she tells me that, well, that's why I haven't been in the house, because I keep hearing somebody calling my name, and it's scaring me. And when she told me that, like, my heart literally felt like it was on fire. Like, I felt so scared. And then that was that was the only thing that ever happened to me in that apartment, that sadness and then that sleep paralysis episode. But for her, it was a lot more, and I, I hate this word, but it was a lot more sinister. Um, she would see, like, she was being followed by some sort of entity. Um, this entity would, like, she would constantly crying and she would tell me, like, it's laughing at me, like, it's throwing things at me from my closet. Um, you know, like, and she would be sobbing, like, hyperventilating, where she was so scared that this thing was, you know, after her. And she would tell me, like, it wouldn't even matter if she left the apartment at this point because she could see it on street corners. She said that while she was driving, she could see it, um, like, in her rear view, like, that it was in her back seat and that it would just, like, laugh at her. And she's like, and the worst part is I can't even, like, I don't really make out a face. I could just hear, like, laughter, you know? And she's like, and it's such a taunting laughter that it's just, you know, this can't be something good. And, you know, she kind of like it was really bad for like three months and after three months it kind of dwindled down until finally maybe that July we moved out of the apartment and it never happened to her again wow and like how is she doing now like did, did like she hasn't experienced anything like that ever again like how you said yeah like nothing like that ever again like she and and you know, to be fair to all of this because I'm, I'm a very I'm a person that will rationalize things like okay let's you know, during this time, she was going through a really hard time in her personal life. Um, so sometimes when that happens, like that sadness could be manifested in, in these things, you know, if you're that sad, you can sometimes see things that aren't there. But she, me and her experienced the same thing, you know what I mean? 
And she did say one time that she saw um, like an old man in like a, a flannel shirt and like brown trousers that he was like walking from my room to her room. But she said that she didn't feel um, she didn't feel like he was a threat. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So it was like he was just like I don't know how to say this. Like he was like a like an idle presence just there, like but not interacting. Yeah. Well, yeah, like an idle presence. But the shadow that she would see, that one was uh, more threatening because oh she would throw God. things at her. She would, like, tease her. Oh, my God. I just got goosebumps and chills because I had... In, when you hear this episode, these two things coincide because the first part of this episode, I interviewed my friend Aaron, and he said that when he the one that he saw like the apparition he saw that was like like a person uh-huh. fully detailed that it was just like idle dead stare not interacting with anything he tried to, he tried he was asking it question like hey oh, i'll be with you in a minute sir or i'll help you out in a bit and when he went to like talk to whatever it was it wasn't there but he said that when he was at an apartment at a friend's apartment um where something had happened there uh, really bad mm-hmm. um he was at his friend's apartment and he said that they both saw like this black shadow thing and that black shadow yeah, thing that. <laughs> was like would fuck around in the apartment like will throw things at the at his friend or like he could hear things sometimes and i it's yeah. just i and we were talking that like i think the ones that look very fully detailed are just like things that are just idly passing by throughout their day doing the routine as far as what they do they walk through wherever they frequent yeah i think so too i think they're just trying to kind of i i don't know like make sense they're like they're they're not ready to cross over they have unfinished business where they don't cross over so they're like i'm not here to bother anyone just to kind of finish my business you know what i mean yeah and that those the the black shadow figure things like they are the more more like interactive and like not nice (laughs) For the most part. Yeah. So the way she described it, it was like, very like that too. Um, she called me crying at least two or three times. And she was like in, in despair. Like she was like, I, like, when are you coming home? Because like, I, I have nowhere to go. And this thing, it's like throwing stuff from my closet and it's laughing at me. And as she was telling me that, um, I could hear her like crying because it was, it was throwing something at her again. You know, like when somebody gets hit by something and they kind of like jolt and they're like, oh, you know? Yeah. Like that's the noise I heard. And it was so, like to me at the time, it was so fucking like, like weird that she was experiencing this that I was like, are you drunk? Like I even asked her, like, are you fucking drunk or something? Because I was so like, I mean, I'd rather her be drunk and seeing things than her to be sober and you know yeah dealing with like yeah like seeing all those things like oh yeah it sounds yeah so you know i got home and when i got home she was gone yeah so yeah so that apartment i mean i had a great experiences i you were there plenty of times i'm sure i don't know if you've ever experienced anything but there's i always just felt really yeah there was one time where i felt kind of weird um I remember I had shown up to your place to like hang out, but it was like, I, have to, I think I had like left downtown or whatever and we're just hanging out. And then like, you're like, I'm going to go to bed. And I was like, all right, I might crash out here in the living room for a bit and then maybe get a lift or whatever. 
And then I was just chilling there, and I was kind of like, nah, I'm just going to head out. I was like, I'm going to order my lift. And um, it was late. It was, must have been like three something, almost close to four, when, when I decided to just like bounce because I was like watching something on, on the TV. And I was like, I'm just going to order my lift. And I kept trying to order my lift, and there was no drivers like available. And I was like, come on, what the fuck? And like every time I would order one, it'd get canceled or like, it would i'm assuming other people there wasn't enough lift drivers at that time i'm assuming you know here and um and i started feeling really weird like this weird like feeling like the like the back of my like neck like the hairs were like kind of standing and i kind of felt like something was around or someone was not staring but like kind of i was like i feel weird you know what i mean i i like i wasn't like scared entirely i was kind of just like unsettling feeling like hmm like something is weird you know like something doesn't seem right yeah and then yeah, it was that's basically i'm sorry no go ahead go ahead well basically that's how i feel in my room like like not somebody well like yeah like somebody was there like just making me feel like sad mm-hmm. like i don't know what I, like an entity i don't know but that's why I never even my homework I would do it in the living room and everything like I would never like to be in my room yeah yeah so yeah, but that's uh, it for me thankfully I'm yeah. glad I don't have all these <laughs> oh then my lift eventually picked me up and it was like at 6am and I was like fuck yeah you were getting tortured by this spirit for like <laughs> two hours <laughs> I think it probably was like it, it, I'm sure it was like oh man this guy's gone through some shit never mind <laughs> <laughs> then just like left yeah, me alone. Yeah, he but he's suffering enough in yeah. his actual life. Yeah, so, this like, guy's just, yeah. That's <laughs> legal. Really. Yeah, guy's, you were going through it around that time where yeah, I lived in my was, apartment, so it probably was like, yeah. no, nah, Daddy's going through enough on his own. No, I, or maybe it was just like, no, nah, he's damaged goods. Like, it's, I can't do anything more to this person. <laughs> like, I, I can't suck any happiness out of this guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got too dark. Anyways. Well, there was, you know what? We did see one thing, though. I completely forgot about this. Or I'm for, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. We Remember that man that would call your name or call at you when we would leave the apartment? Yeah. No, I'm just saying, though, that, that, that guy was creepy. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that was creepy, but he was like a real-life man. Yeah, he was I know. just a creep. <laughs> He, was, I, he I was, was just a creep. I was just trying to make it sound like scarier than it was, but I mean, he, it is a potential you know what? threat. So now I'm like, now I'm like freaking out because the lady that lived next to me, she had like a husband, and then he died. So I'm thinking, I'm like, what is that with the guy that you know she was seeing, and we were hearing is like her dead husband trying to like. He got the wrong get apartment. A message out or something. Yeah. Oh my god, that sounds pretty nuts. Um. We'll send out. You should check the Yelp reviews or the Google reviews. See if anyone's mentioned anything. <laughs> like haunted fucking house, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, th- that- I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't that old of a place, so I don't know how the fucking entity could be in there. You know, maybe unless that was buried like, on top it's of like something. Somebody got buried or killed there. Like somebody got buried there. And we don't know about it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was thinking too. Um, well, that was, uh, honestly, I don't know how I'm going to get through the month. I heard some really crazy things, um, this week already, and I have one more week to get another episode 
And now I'm like, I'm yeah. getting there. I'm to the point where I'm like, I just want this month to be over with. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of this, a lot of the shit I've been hearing on your podcast is fucking. I'm just like, okay, I'm turning this off because I'll listen to it at night, and I'm like, what am I what doing? Do you, I what is wrong with work. you? Like, I'm all by myself in that, like, in the room, hearing all these things. Yeah, um, I, I've had a couple friends say like, I I edited the the sounds and music a little too loud in the first one that I got a couple friends be like, dude, those things scared me. They're like jump scares. And I was like, honestly, like I was trying to mix it and I couldn't get, get it the right volume. So I just gave up and I was like, I'm just going to put it out like that. And then uh, there's unintentional jump scares in those things. And uh, one of my friends like, dude, I thought I was getting hit by a train <laughs> when he was driving. He was in his, he was in his work truck. He's like, I'm going <laughs> to die in the work truck. Scaring everybody at work. I know. All right. You know what? We have a Bluetooth speaker at work. I'm gonna put these episodes on there. Oh my god! They're gonna hear. They're gonna terrorize all the children. All the all the yeah all the kids. (laughs) All right, we'll go ahead and end it here because I don't know how much more I can take. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay for having me, Danny. All right then. Well, I'll talk to you soon. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what's up, dude? It's me, hello. Danny. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, what's good, dude? Uh, you said you had some stories? Yeah, dude. Um, I have, I guess, like, one solid story of... Uh, of a sleep paralysis incident that kind of fucking that was just kind of weird if anything but uh yeah man uh, we can get into it if you're ready yeah yeah let's go so <clears throat> i guess i'll start off by defining the two different types of sleep paralysis that i experienced one of them well, i've been having them since i was eight years old and i've had maybe thousands of them and one of the experiences that i have is usually a uh it's uh the one i've had the most but it's the least common uh most recently uh i guess i grew out of it or whatever but it was like um i'd be fast asleep for like maybe i don't know a couple hours and then i would wake up in the middle of the night i would or i'd be conscious in the middle of the night but i would not have any control over my body uh and i wouldn't be able to like speak or anything like that or wake up i would try to wake up and stuff but it just wouldn't happen and uh I guess that's like the 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 most com they're they're accompanied by visuals sometimes that can seem somewhat psychedelic here and there, um, or, or very dreamlike as well. And then there's the other type of uh, sleep paralysis incidents that I usually ex- uh, experience, especially more recently, which happens as I'm getting ready for bed and I'm like I'll cover myself. Uh, I'll close my eyes and I'll start kind of like meditating, going going towards a sleep state when all of a sudden it starts to happen before I fully go to sleep. And it's basically the exact same thing as the other experiences. However, it feels like somebody's sticking something in my butthole. So I, I don't know if that's fucking like where alien abduction stories come from or anything like that, but... Uh, it's definitely, 
I'm not too into that sensation of myself. That's not my thing. So it kind of like I try to escape from that as quickly as I can. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> I had my first uh, experience when I was eight years old. Uh, I didn't even know what was going on. It took me a couple of years to actually find out what, what actually happened. I didn't know how to tell people about it. I thought what I was seeing was real. I was seeing these crazy hallucinations and I couldn't even move and I couldn't tell anybody. And and then when I woke up, like, I didn't even know I woke up. I thought I was just a, a, awake the whole time. I was seeing all these crazy psychedelics. I was seeing, One of the things I was seeing was this fucking priest, uh, a priest like holding some a glass of water in a golf course and then just a bunch of fucking football players are just trying to tackle him down and beat the shit out of him while he was trying not to spill his water um which is kind of weird um but anyway that happened like when I was eight years old but if you flash forward to when I was 19 years old <clears throat> me and me and one of my homies um my homie, his name's Frank. We went to Reynosa to go uh, drink some beers with some babes. Uh, so we went out there. We went to go drink. Uh, on our way back, uh, I was listening to this album by a band called Unwritten Law. And that album was just... It, it was a self-titled album it was all black like the 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 artwork was just all black and the artwork on the actual disc uh had a bunch of pagan symbols and devil worshipy looking things and i was raised catholic so seeing these symbols kind of uh they they kind of struck some sort of fear into my heart a little bit but this is also around the time where i was kind of breaking out of that and starting to think for myself and kind of like denouncing religion and stuff like that so so my logical side recognized that as just oh those are just cool little symbols but like i had a bunch of programmed things inside me to to look at those symbols and like it, it kind of like scared me or whatever but not that bad like it wasn't like oh fuck i'm scared as fuck no it was just like it was just like whoa that's kind of weird yeah what, but anyway what, i was listening what year was this or how old, how old were you I was 19, and this was the year 2000. So, yeah, like the year 2000, like 22 years ago, basically. Yeah. So, I was listening to that album, and I was like fucking just driving back home, a little buzz. I wasn't too crazy or anything, and I get stopped by the cops in Hidalgo. And I was like, fuck, dude, this is it. My life is going to change. And they gave us a sobriety test. Everything was... Uh, they made me do all those silly things on the side of the road. And uh, the dude thought I was okay, but at the end of the day, I was still drinking and I was still underage. So I got arrested for public intoxication, which which was a huge, like, a huge favor. The, I guess the favor the cop did for me. He could have just let me go, I guess. But, uh, I mean, if he was going to arrest me, at least he didn't give me the DWI. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And then uh, about two weeks later... I was hanging out in my, uh, I guess I was getting ready for bed or I guess I was, yeah, I was getting ready for bed 
And one of my nightly rituals that I used to do back then was I used to go to sleep with an album playing on repeat on my little boombox. I had a boombox in my room and shit. And, and uh, I would have an album, like just, I would take an album and I'd just put it on and I'd have it repeat all night long as I go to sleep. And uh, so it hadn't been two weeks or three weeks since I got arrested. And I was like, nah, I'm not gonna fucks with that album the more there's a bunch of evil shit with it like those little signs the symbols on it <laughs> yeah. and then i got arrested um and then i was just like you know what today i'm gonna fucking do it because it was kind of a cool album i kind of liked it um at the time so i put it in and i go to sleep and then like at some point in the middle of the night i became conscious but I couldn't move my body. And I felt like a big dog was on. And this is before I loved dogs. I used to, I mean, I love dogs so much right now, but back then I kind of, uh, I didn't really love dogs that much back then. I just thought they were little animals or whatever, which they are, but they're also little buddies. Um, but back then it just felt like there was a big dog on me and it was breathing uh, kind of rapidly. And then I start seeing like a visual of Jesus and it's white Jesus also. It's not like a historically correct, accurate Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It's like white Jesus. <laughs> and then, uh, but when I see Jesus, I'm fucking terrified. Usually Jesus, like at this point in my life, that's always been like a symbol of comfort and shit. But like, I was fucking scared, dude. And, and I was in the midst of a sleep paralysis episode. I couldn't move. I couldn't scream. I couldn't. Uh, talk or anything and I was just trying to wake up um, and then finally I just somehow just woke up and in my room it was super dark I, I had my room set up towards super pitch black 24-7 and um, I look at like the wall and I on the wall I see like this this visual I'm, I'm already fully awake at this point I'm not asleep I'm not sleep paralysis nothing I'm awake and I, on the wall, I see like a visual of some sort of demon or some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I kind of like rub my eyes a little bit to rub the crust out of my eyes. Maybe it's that shit that's making me see weird things. And then I look back up and I see another visual of some other evil looking creature or demon. And these visuals, they look uh So if my room is pitch black, these visuals look blacker than the black the darkness of my room like like a shadow of absolute darkness like a like a just like a shade darker yeah dude oh. exactly and um so I, I, I was seeing like another demon and i'm like oh fuck like that's weird and then i like rub my eyes one last time and i look and then i see a figure of what i would i guess it was satan or some shit and it was like absolutely uh, like the I guess like the the way state they portray Satan in Catholicism they make him out to be this fucking ugly whatever and that's what I was seeing uh, on the wall it seemed just like a Satan I guess and then like instantly like I started you know hearing the music that was playing in the background and then I put two and two together unwritten law the 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 fucking pagan symbols, artwork on the disc, uh, the bad luck that it came with, with the, when when I got arrested. Uh, the second those thoughts came into my mind, 
my boom box just fucking cut out and it stopped playing the music. And I fucking got scared, bro. Like, I got so fucking scared. Um, did the music skip in any way or did it just, like, cut, cut off completely, like, mid-song and everything? Yeah, mid-song, it just stopped completely. No skipping. It just it just basically just stopped. Complete. A complete stop. And so I was super scared when that happened and I wanted to turn the lights on in my room, but I was even too scared to even do that. Like the floor was lava, bro. Um, and so at, at one point I, I committed one of the most courageous acts in all of human history and I just fucking did it, dude. I just got up and I turned on the light. And when I turned on the light, it was just such an uneventful scene. Like everything just looked normal. It's my room, you know? Yeah. It looked so uneventful. I was just terrified out of my mind. Everything looked uneventful. And then I leave my, I leave the room. I go down the hall. Back then I was living with my sister, uh, my older sister, uh, looking down the hall and seeing everything. Everything looked normal. I even like, got a little more courageous and kind of like looked outside of the house. It was in the middle of the night and it was fucking chill. I see my neighbors, some senoras just drinking beers at the uh, the end of the cul-de-sac. But yeah, man, that's my story. It was, it was definitely like a tripped out moment in my life. How, I don't know, just how that CD fucking haunted me, I guess, along with my sleep paralysis. But I don't know, CD kind of still fucks a little bit. <laughs> I was going to say, like, did you listen to it again after? I'm sure I'm sure you have. Yeah, dude, I, I actually listened to it not too long ago, like a couple months ago at a homie's house. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that album, uh, you were able to replace, like, the, the trauma of that album with better memories, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think when I look back at it, it's just like a silly thing. I mean, the fear that I felt in that moment was real, but like, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just grew out of that whole like, like I, I kind of don't believe in. It's not that I don't believe in like evil spirits and ghosts and none of that stuff. I just kind of just don't think about it, and I don't, I don't uh, fear it in a harmful. I, like I don't feel like it's going to inflict harm in me. Therefore, yeah. I don't fear it pretty much. That's how I'm kind of in the, the same boat of it. Like, I like the, the lore of it, like, of the people's stories. And I like, you know, like, the, the spookiness of it, I guess. Like, I guess that's what attracts me to it. But I always try to find a reason behind things. Like, oh, you know, maybe it was just because of this. And then, like, I'll just move on. You know what I mean? And you're 19, you said? Or how old were you? Yeah, I was 19. 19. I was 19 years old, yeah. And then after that, did you have any other, like, um experiences like that or did you like see any visuals of apparitions or anything like of of, like that severity or was that probably the one that was most vivid out of any like experience yeah i guess that was the most vivid most of my experiences were just like really regular like sleep paralysis experiences that didn't come they didn't come with too crazy visual uh too much of a crazy visual or anything like that um as a matter of fact, as as I got as I started to get older, I started to allow the sleep paralysis to just do its thing instead of fighting it off. Dude, same. I still <laughs> I still fight off the ones where 
where it feels like there's something going in my butt because that's shit like it doesn't feel good for me so yeah the the other type of sleep paralysis though i fucking i'll fucking embrace it dude I, i'm i'm down with it yeah at this point i'm like i've seen like the worst of it and experienced it and i'm like all right let's see what this let's see how let's see how this goes and then it's like mid <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mid experience. Yeah, it always ends and, up being mid, dude. Like the the sleep paralysis demon, I think just bounces. They're just like, man, this ain't fun, dude. Yeah, oh yeah, or they're like, man, this guy isn't doing shit. Like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I kind of see it now. <laughs> and it's it, since the way I've I've since I started think, seeing it that way or thinking that way, like I don't get it like rarely, like ever. Um, it I I've had like I had a minimal one like. I want to say a month ago, but it wasn't anything like that left me kind of shook or anything or left me like freaked out. I was kind of like, eh, whatever, I guess that was it. You know, after like X amount of years of like not having an experience, you know, I'm all messed up from it. <laughs> I'm all like desensitized and shit. <laughs> Damn, dude. But yeah. Well, hey, you say you, you had said one time that you fucking see cartoons like when you're kind of going to sleep kind of oh yeah like weird visuals that was like uh when i'm super tired like and uh i don't know if it's because like it's dark and my eyes are trying to like i don't know they're like struggling to focus or something and i see weird visuals of like art like 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 cartoons like cartoons like 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 old school like disney ones like like pinocchio and like those type of movies like that's sort of art like i see like weird visuals and cartoons like like that i don't know what it means like i don't know what it is like yeah dude me too and, and it's like and i i'm seeing the exact same visuals like tom and jerry type cartoons yeah and like they're um, like oh. they look like characters you've seen before but they're not known characters from like a cartoon movie or something like that you feel like they would be like in the background of a move of a of a cartoon movie like that like they're not they're never like main characters or familiar but you feel like they have the same aesthetic and look. Yeah, dude. And and the, even the same, like, uh, like, I guess the same skits, there's like, uh, like a animated character getting hit on the head by an anvil or something like all these crazy things. And I always thought that was weird too. I don't, I don't really get what that is, but it's kind of, it's kind of fun because they're freaking clear as day. Like those visuals are very clear. They're, yeah, mine are kind of like in black and whitish, kind of like hologram looking a little mm. bit. Yes, yeah, mine are kind of like that sometimes, or sometimes like I won't see them in color, but I'll see like the outlines of it, and it's fucking Dang. weird. I haven't, I completely forgot about that because I haven't had haven't had them in a while. But when I'm really dead tired, like sleep deprived, and like as I'm trying to go to bed, I'll like see them for like a good five minutes, and then like they'll go away. Dang, lit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I gotta do some research on that. I gotta find out. But, dude, thank you so much for uh, being a part of this special and uh, you know partaking and contributing your story. Cool, cool. Th thank you for for allowing me to tell it. I actually haven't thought about it in such a long time, uh, so it was really cool to just bring it back up and shit. For sure, I'll I'll bring you on for something uh, in the future because I'm trying to do more. Uh, just regular episodes something less cool. less spooky <laughs> <laughs> cool cool sounds fun dude all right man i'll talk to you later all right have a good one take it easy